Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 the bruce Hooley show podcast is brought to you by hemispherecoffeeroasters.com creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time good coffee doing good learn more at hemispherecoffeeroasters.com Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. I would like to get your opinion, your experience. If you are in the military, if you have a son or daughter in the military, a family member in the military, what's been your experience if your military family member or friend has refused the vaccine? Uh, We will calculate the cost of that, but I would like to know. I have a friend, as I said yesterday and earlier in the show, He has a family member in one of the branches of the service. I'm purposely being vague. He's been in for a while. It's his lifelong dream to be in and to serve. He had the job he always dreamed of, signed a contract. And then COVID and the mandatory vaccine comes up. He has a sincere religious objection and a health objection. He has been, uh, you know, more figuratively, not literally browbeaten, pressured. Um, I'd say it borders on it borders on mental abuse. What they've done to people in the military who refuse to get vaccinated—they're discharging them this week. Thousands out of the army, hundreds out of other branches. So, if you have an experience with that, I would like to know, and we will do everything we can to protect the identity of the person whose experience you are relating to us. Our number is eight four four talk nine eight nine eight four four talk nine eight nine. This gets to this attitude. It's 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 incomprehensible to me that our government. The government of the United States of America, whether we like it or not, we don't, I don't, that Joe Biden is our president and that he or the people, um, you know, with their hand up the back of his shirt, operating him uh, like a ventriloquist dummy, uh, calling the shots on all these things. They have a viewpoint and the viewpoint is not that, hey, you're serving your country, you're doing it out of love for country. Uh, They have a viewpoint that no one dare question anything we do. No one dare question anything we do. That is pretty much the common thread that runs through this whole COVID mess. Once the Democrats started to call the shots, if you push back, you question masks, you question efficacy of vaccines, wisdom of vaccines in kids, you question closing schools, you question closing businesses, you question anything. Don't question. Don't ask The whole motto of the Democrat is because I said so. Because I said so. You see this play out. You've seen it play out in Congress, right? Rand Paul, Anthony Fauci. Anthony Fauci is supposed to be a public servant. He's supposed to be there answering questions from Rand Paul who's asking questions that the American people would like to have answered. Did you fund gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Did your decisions as somebody at the National Institute of Health and Infectious Diseases, funding research lead to this pandemic. We are entitled to that. No, you're not. No, you're not. Because I said so, is the Anthony Fauci response. 
We see it play out now in the latest continuation of this dismissive mindset in this (laughs) incredibly inept Pentagon spokesman, Ned Price. Ned Price is a buffoon. He is so overmatched in his job, and he is so arrogant, because of course he's a leftist, that he believes that whatever Ned Price says, the lapdog media sitting out there should swallow it hook, line, and sinker. He said the other day something that AP reporter Matt Lee questioned, and Ned Price is like, but I told you that. And he's like, no, you didn't tell me that. You gave me your opinion on that. It's not proof, because you say it's not proof. And Ned Price couldn't grasp the nuance that just by him saying something, it was not absolute, unequivocal, unimpeachable proof that what he contended to be true was actually true. Well, they're going at it again. Ned Price and Matt Lee. Matt Lee of the Associated Press uh, apparently is bucking for early retirement or reassignment to uh, covering women's basketball in Bangladesh. Because that's where the AP is going to send Matt Lee for daring to question a Biden administration official in an open forum. So yesterday, Ned Price is talking about the suspension of sanctions against Iran. He said, wait, Iran, nuclear weapons, why are we suspending sanctions against them? Ned Price said, because we gain from the suspension of these sanctions, America, and Iran gains nothing. Now, that seems to me to be odd. Those are not very smart sanctions if, if, if suspending them wouldn't restore something to Iran. And I wasn't the only person with that contrarian thought. Apparently, Matt Lee and I are on the same mental wavelength. Because when Matt Lee of the Associated Press heard Ned Price say, yeah, we're suspending those sanctions against Iran, and Iran won't gain anything from it, but we will, uh, Matt Lee smelled a rat. And he questioned Ned Price about it. You're saying that there's no benefit to Iran in any of that? Uh, I am saying that the the net benefit of this is a non-proliferation Iran, benefit for Iran us. Get, Iran gets nothing out of it? When you say uh, sanctions... I'm not wait, talking about... Hold on a second. Matt, you don't well, need to raise your voice. You're you, you guys are the ones who said you were restoring the waivers, right? Okay? So, if Iran really gets no benefit at all out of this, then, you know... What, what, why even bother? Why bother? I, I just explained to Ben because... Uh, no, it, well, if, you, because tell, I said so. Tell me why Iran doesn't benefit from this. I, Matt, this is something that... You're, talking, talk- about, you're talking about... You're, 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 you're ex- assuming that everyone thinks that, a, that sanctions relief equals dollars. Well, that was the question. Going the question was, Iran. you just... No, he, it was. that wasn't really the question. Was. That was the way you interpreted the question. You can refer so to sanctions relief does not necessarily mean only dollar bills flying across the table into Iran, in, into the into the Iranian treasury's coffers, does it? Or is in in this case, uh, it will allow Iran to undertake nuclear nonproliferation and safety yeah, which activities is a benefit that, that would otherwise be to Iran that it was that it was not getting before. The the, the fact is, Matt, that. What is in our non-proliferation interest uh, can also be, in some ways, in Iran's interest. Then that doesn't change that. the fact that it is manifestly they, in so our do interest. They get a, do they get a benefit? Matt, I was referring to. Do they the get of, any benefit out of this or not? It, it is some of these steps do, were down do, to do their they interest. Get any benefit or not? 
this is in our interest to do, which is precisely why the last, which is why the last administration did it in 2018. Secretary Pompeo, as I quoted before, uh, said precisely, "This decision will help reduce proliferation." Two years later, when he rescinded the waivers, he said that he accused Iran of taking participating in nuclear blackmail, and said that that they weren't uh, that they weren't deserving of the benefits that accrue to them under this. You're stuck on this idea that, and you interesting that you use the word enrich, because I think you're talking about it in terms of money, but enrichment obviously has a different kind of meaning when it comes to Iran. But I, 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 I don't understand how you can say that, that Iran gets no benefit and that this isn't some kind of uh, sanctions relief that you that the administration has offered to Iran before it has made any of its own concessions. Matt, the question I was responding to took this. Okay, in the well vein. then, forget about the yep. question you were you think you were responding to. Answer my question: Does Iran benefit at all? That is how you do it. You hold his feet to the fire and you make him answer. And you can hear how uncomfortable and really struggling to grasp the very idea that, wait, I told you something, this doesn't benefit Iran, and you're questioning me about it. This angers the left to no end. It's why Joe Rogan angers them. It's why Tucker Carlson angers them. It's why Ben Shapiro angers them. It's why you anger them when you go to a school board meeting. Because you are daring to shine the light on their darkness and making them prove that what they say is true is actually true. And most times it is not only not true, it is the exact opposite of what they say is true. So I feel for this Matt Lee guy because there's no way the Associated Press is going to allow him to continue to embarrass Ned Price on a daily basis. But it is highly entertaining as long as it's allowed to continue. What's not entertaining is watching our military mistreat the people who signed up to serve our country with courage and honor and valor. We'll run through what our government, our own government, is doing to its soldiers. And if you have a story, I would love to hear it. 844-TALK-989. 844-TALK-989. If you have personal knowledge of someone in your family or someone you know Uh, being mistreated over vaccines and mandates and being discharged against their desires. It's the Bruce Woolley Show. So I am an admitted military geek, uh, admitted military admirer. I did not serve myself. My father served uh, in World War II. Uh, Every time the national anthem is played, At one of my daughter's sports events, I stand uh, pretty close to at attention. I have my hand over my heart. I close my eyes for the first few bars of the anthem. I think about my father, and I thank God for my father and for people like my father who served and continue to serve. I realize that all the freedoms that I have, I have because of people who made that decision. Uh, Back in my father's day, He didn't really have an option not to. World War II, you were drafted up to age 50 for the duration. Now, of course, we have an all-volunteer force. And there are no doubt untold benefits to serving in the military. You get a really nice retirement after 20 years. I think that's great. 
educational benefits, all those other things. But when you sign up to serve our country, you should not be marginalized, demonized, targeted by our country. And that's what's going on with soldiers who are declining to get the vaccine. It is mandated by the Biden administration, by Lloyd Austin, by the leadership of the military, that you must get the COVID vaccines. And some military members, citing faith objections, citing health reasons, opt not to do so. So the Army has discharged more than 3,300 service personnel because of this. Now, are we in a place in our country where we are like rolling in dough? We've got the situation at the Ukrainian border, which you can argue, and I won't stop you, how smart that is for us to be sending 5,000 troops over there. But the cost of replacing these people who we are forcing out of the military against their wishes. Newsweek estimates at $200 million. That figure is arrived at via Defense Department estimates that the training of a U.S. service personnel is around $58,000 a person. 58,000. Multiply it by the number of people that they are forcing out of the military, and there you go. There's your $200 million. So we just have money laying around, like John Kennedy's clip said earlier in the show, the Biden administration. They spend money like it's just dirt they dig out of the ground. So far, they also have almost 6,000 service members on temporary exemptions. They're waiting to hear whether their faith objection, whether their religious health objection, anything like that is upheld. If it's a religious exemption, it won't be upheld. They're not honoring those, which again, ha, we are a country that was fought to obtain religious freedom. So they are persisting in this because they claim that, well, we can't have a ready military force if they're not vaccinated against COVID. Stupid, stupid viewpoint. These are young, healthy people at no appreciable risk from COVID. And yet they are forcing them to choose. Either get vaccinated or you're out. 650 Marines. The number of Marines is much higher than the number of people in the Navy or Air Force. Doesn't it, if you think about it, kind of make sense? The mindset to be a Marine, somebody who wants to be the first one on the front line storming the beaches, that takes a certain kind of kind of detachment from the things that we normally prize, which is our own personal safety. But a Marine is a person with their own mind, a person who thinks strongly, has a lot of inner confidence. So I'm not surprised the number of Marines is high. And forcing out 650 Marines? Think that might have consequences in terms of our military preparedness? Yeah, I would think so. I told you yesterday, my friend, who I almost said it, who has someone in their family in a branch of the military, that family member has been threatened with having to repay some of the expenses of the specialized training they have received while in the military. And the Army soldiers who are being discharged 
if they have received special pay, bonuses, anything like that in terms of achieving a certain level of distinction in the Army. They got paid, let's say, let's just keep the numbers easy, five grand they got for going through a certain level of training. Or, hey, we paid for your first year of college. That's $25,000. Guess what? You won't take the vaccine? Now you get to repay that to the federal government. Thank you very much. This is awful. This is emotional abuse of these soldiers. And it's not been widely reported because, of course, we're depending on people who agree with this kind of pressure being brought to bear on military personnel. Because, of course, the network news shows, CNN, MSNBC, they all agree with it. The vaccine rates overall said to be in the U.S. military, 98% have received at least one vaccine, 96% fully vaccinated. But this is not, first of all, what are the, what are the ramifications going forward of this? Are you establishing a culture in the military where you want them to come in and you want them to suspend all of their individualism and believe in everything you're telling them about being part of a platoon, a battalion, a squad, whatever. And you love on them and entice them with all kinds of benefits when they sign up. And then once they get in, you browbeat them because they have a genuine, deeply held personal concern about what is best for the health of their own bodies. It's not like they're afraid to undergo the training. It's not like they're afraid to step out in front of a bullet, lay down their life for their fellow citizen, fellow soldier, commander. But in terms of you meeting them halfway, hearing them out, even hearing them out on a deeply held faith matter, then the Army says, now, back of our hand on that. Uh, This should be a much bigger story nationally than it is. This should outrage all of America. And hopefully the story gets more widely told as it unfolds. 